The Gospel according to Matthew, the third chapter. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so now, for it is proper for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus had been baptized, just as he came up from the water, suddenly the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my chosen one, the Beloved, with whom I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. You can tell it's January at the YMCA. And you can tell people made New Year's resolutions to exercise more, to work out, to get in shape. Yoga class barely had any room for my yoga mat. Normally you walk in, there's rows of mats, but there's plenty of space. I had to create a new row and say, excuse me, pardon me, is it okay if I put my mat here? Thankfully, yoga people are very mellow and calm and relaxed, and they were like, sure, go ahead. So I did that. Dance class, the same thing. It was very crowded with people that I haven't seen in almost a year, and it was wonderful to have the reunion with them. It's wonderful to see people making a commitment toward their physical health, and the goal is to establish healthier new patterns that become routine and take you through the whole year. Do you make New Year's resolutions? Do any of you do that? Make a list of things you want to do in the New Year? Or some of you might not make a list and write it down, but you have in mind a couple of things that you want to do. Is that true? Yeah, something for the New Year. Well, I wonder what a resolution would look like for our spiritual health in the New Year. Not just physical health, getting more exercise, but our spiritual well-being for 2020. For us as Christians, every day is a fresh start with God. The new year started back in Advent, right around Thanksgiving, if you remember that. Beth in the kids' sermon was saying, Happy New Year, and all the kids were like, What? It's Thanksgiving. But that was the start of our liturgical new year for the church. Advent and then moving into Christmas. And Christmas is, of course, one of our peak times, and then Easter is a peak time for us not like January at the YMCA, but we have these peak times when we begin our new year. And this year at Christmas, we had two baptisms at Christmas Eve, which was exciting for us. And today, we celebrate the festival of the baptism of our Lord. So then that begs the question, how do we renew our baptisms in the new year in 2020? Well, first consider Jesus' baptism by John in the Jordan River. Now, Jesus did not have sin to wash away. So why did Jesus get baptized? In baptism, Jesus joins us in the waters of humanity. At our adult Bible study class on Wednesday night, someone shared that she had recently been to the Holy Land on a trip, and she couldn't wait to see the River Jordan where Jesus was baptized, the clean, mighty waters of the Jordan flowing and flowing and flowing, and then she got there, 
and it was a little trickle of stagnant water, very murky and not at all what she expected. And that's very much like our daily lives, right? There's moments of greatness when we have that strike, when we're bowling, but there's a lot of murky days too, a lot of gutter balls, right? Jesus entered that often murky reality of our lives in his baptism, and he became fully human publicly because Jesus was fully human and fully divine. But when he gets baptized by John in the Jordan River, that's when everyone realizes, wow, he is fully human. And then at the very same moment, the heavens open up, the Spirit of God descends like a dove, and a voice cries out, this is my beloved with whom I am well pleased. So at that very human moment when Jesus is entering the murky waters of the Jordan, it's also this moment when you see that he's fully divine too with God calling and claiming him as beloved. And Jesus is revealed as both human and divine. For us as Christians, we become God's beloved too, through Jesus in our baptisms. And again, if you're not baptized yet, talk to me, talk to Pastor Craig. Obviously, God is calling you to get baptized, so we can work that out. Do you know that you are God's beloved? Do you hear that voice from heaven calling out to you and saying, With you I am well pleased. Renew your baptism today. Baptism is what we call a means of grace, and that means it's a way for God's love to come down to us, individually and together as a Christian community. And God's love is a free gift. To renew our baptism, all we have to do is receive God's love. God does all the work to come down to us. And Jesus does the work to enter the waters of our lives. All we have to do is open up to receive God's love. And God's love is not exclusive. It's not that God loves only us and not other people. It's that God sends love for all of us. And we receive that love through Jesus because we are Christians. As Peter says in our second reading today from Acts, I truly understand that God shows no partiality. God figures out a way to reach everybody and love everybody. So we don't have to worry about that part. We just need to figure out how to live as Christians in the world, renewing our baptisms. So we are gathered here as Christians at church, and God reaches us through our baptisms and gives us a fresh new start every day. So how will you let Jesus renew you in your baptism in this new year throughout 2020? Martin Luther splashed water on his face each morning and remembered his baptism. Now keep in mind, it was very cold well water. This was not turning on the tap, let it warm up, take the warm water, splash your face. This was the shocking cold well water. I'm not recommending that you splash your face with cold water, but you can if you want. But think about what you could do each morning in this new year to remember your baptism and to make the sign of the cross on your forehead. What I started doing because I put sunscreen on every morning is to make the sign of the cross with the moisturizer because I use water, but it's warm, and I just quickly do it. So then when I'm looking in the mirror putting on the moisturizer, I make the sign of the cross. 
And as a pastor, the sign of the cross on the forehead is very important to me because I'm blessing people and making the sign of the cross on their foreheads. And when you get baptized, I explain that this is a spiritual tattoo. It's invisible. And sometimes you won't be able to see it. Maybe other people can't see it, but it is there. You have been sealed by the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ forever in your baptism. So that cross is always there. So could you look in the mirror in the morning and either with water or moisturizer or shaving cream or whatever, make a cross on your forehead? Would that be a good way to remember to renew your baptism each day? Open up to receive God's love in this new year. People are talking about it being a new decade because it's 2020. We've, we're 20 years into the new millennium now. Y2K happened. We made it through all the first 10 years, the first decade. We made it through the teenage years. <laughs> Yay. And now here we are in our young adult stride of 2020. So think about how God wants to reach you. Think about how God wants to give you God's love in a new way every day throughout this year. And renew your baptism. Receive that love so that you can share it with the world and do God's work with your hands. Amen.